gave, I mean, use money to build the next economy, give grants to build new worker-owned companies that are led by marginalized populations. That's, I mean, I think that's a resource the work of building this new, next economic system. Thank you very much, both of you, Jason and uh, Jason Weiner and Camille Kerr. Thank you very much. Great. Thanks so much. Appreciate you and putting this together. Thank you. This was a real pleasure. Given the arguments by Camille Kerr, Jason Weiner, and some of the other people who wrote about this on 50by50.org, where do we go from here with this whole debate? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And I, I really think that depends on who we are in the where do we go from here. Uh, you know, Camille and Jason's insights highlight a question that's, I think, inherent to all social impact work, which is kind of what is our job? What's ours to do? What is the goal? You know, is it enough to make incremental change that benefits some, like the workers of New Belgium, who are, who are going to have, you know, measurably different lives, whose families will have measurably different opportunities as a result of this? Um, or is it not enough? Do we need to shoot for the moon, right? And do we even need to agree on the answer to that to be working together in solidarity? Um, and so I think these questions are important, um, but unfortunately, they can sometimes create divisions uh, among those who, who engage in movement work. You know, one point of view is seen as too concessionary or not rigorous enough, uh, you know, the, the idea of a sellout strategy. Uh, the other side is seen as impractical or too pie in the sky. And then there's infighting. Um, but the really beautiful thing is that these don't need to be seen that way. We can recognize, as I know that Camille and Jason do, uh, that all people of the human family have a unique role to play. And I like to borrow here from the faith traditions, which remind us that all people have unique gifts and talents and all people are called to serve. And by that token, I would say that all people are called to the work of creating a more just economy and by extension, to the work of promoting shared ownership of firms, and by extension, that there is home in the employee ownership movement for many talents and many perspectives. And it's really up to an individual to determine with their conscience where in that work they're called to give. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a righteous thing to devote one's life and talent to addressing the question of how a political and economic system should be structured to maximize benefits to as many people as possible. But it's also a righteous thing to devote one's life and talent to serving the needs of families and workers now, right? Jesus said, feed my sheep. People are hungry now. And it's a righteous thing to try and meet that in a more immediate sense. So, you know, if I have a talent for policy and advocacy work or for inspiring others to the cause of racial and economic justice and bringing others to the work, or if I have a talent for contemplating structural questions of how a society is set up to work, then great, I'm welcome in this work. Or if I have a talent for business development or marketing or really creative corporate M&A legal work that can help create better quality jobs and wealth building opportunities today, working within the current system, then great. I'm also welcome, right? And I think the call is for individuals 
first to ask themselves where they locate themselves in the work, uh, and then resolve the vocational question of what is theirs to do. And second, uh, for those who are working on the long-term systemic work and the incremental strategies to recognize that each is coming from a righteous place and to support one another in the sacred process of discerning what's theirs to do and then working together in a spirit of hum 